0: Karam everyone. <clears throat> Happy Easter Sunday. So, I was just thinking prior to the meditation that old saying, I don't know what it really means, but I guess what's it? The king is dead, long live the king. I guess, you know, one king is dead and the new one has come up, so... One is dead and the new one takes his place and may he live long, so that's the story of human life. But uh, Christ was a classic example of a very, very great yogi. Uh, And from what I understand, you know, in spite of his crucifixion, today is the day when he came back physically, and at least met his disciples. I don't know the details. But it seems you know that when he was being crucified or was about to being crucified, he, through his yogic energies, his his ability as a yogi, basically withdrew the prana from his body in a subtle body. And left the physical. And when that whole process of crucifixion was over, at some point when you know all the signs of the physical body became evident that he, he he was dead, so to say, then at some point he re-entered and then allowed the kundalini to do all the damage, the repair of the damage, and then he came back again. So tremendous ability of yogic capacity, so to say. So we bow down to him on this great day and ask for those blessings that we have had an exposure to a living Christ, if we have the faiths, whether others have that or not, it's their concern. But uh, although we, we may not be crucified, uh, yet... We should have that ability at least. And disciples do experience such events in the course of their life. We may, we may, we may not understand or associate it with that way because the kundalini does it. But uh, I have seen at least one or two classic examples. And when Guruji explained what had happened, like someone had almost a fatal accident, but uh, you know, for all practical purposes, medically. They should have been dead, but uh, they were in a coma or whatever, and then 24 hours later, 48 hours later, they pop up sitting, wondering about what happened to people around them, and there's no trace of the internal damage that they had with the earlier MRIs and whatnot. So that's typically a Kundalini experience. So anyway, uh, let's uh, ask for blessings uh, from those great yogis who were there in the past and of course uh, that's why I was thinking of that saying, the king is dead, long live the king, the yogi never dies, you know, he is always alive infinitely. But we have a concept of what life and death is, at least at the physical level, and so we correlate in those terms, but true living is something very, very different, even without the body and that again is the power of the subtle which I was trying to get through the last uh, meditation, we don't use the word public meditation anymore, but that meditation whatever it was, anyway, um, Ma and I have been thinking of what's going on currently in the world, as we all see times are very very challenging, very volatile, we just don't know what spark could lead where, which could be very harmful to, you know, humanity as a whole. And besides, of course, your daily practices, again, as Guruji said, it's time that group practices be intensified. So pray, pray hard, do your practices. Your meditation at home... Sends out that energy, so that's important. And particularly groups, again, enhances that process. So do all that. You've heard it a million times. One more reminder. Okay. Any other brief questions?
1: Just so wanted to ask something or say something. Yesterday, I was lucky enough to assist on the shakti pot uh come here and help out um and um you know it's just the profoundity of 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 the shakti pot in, in that i've always thought about people in that um you know it's an opportunity to to you know reach the ultimate state in this lifetime but also too, what just something i th- thought of yesterday um, is people have you know maybe endless lifetimes they've come through uh, a book I read Nargajuna's letter to a friend. He talks about if if all the bones of someone's past incarnations are piled up, it would might be higher than Mount Kailash, which is tremendously high. But uh, it it even if someone lived you know had three more lifetimes to go through. When they get shocked pot and you you look at just the innumerable innumerable lifetimes that they've that they have uh, gone through, even even if they did three lifetimes, I mean it's kind of an amazing
0: end to to that process.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, what's are you just making a comment? Or? Yes, I guess. Okay. I mean, I, thank you.
1: <laughs> I mean, it 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 after so many years here, it just you know, I always always thought about well, you know, it's it's an amazing opportunity. People could practice and and people could practice and reach the ultimate state in this lifetime. But even if if they don't, you know, it it just kind of dawned on me yesterday. If you've you've had a
0: thousand lifetimes and you only got three more to go, that's that's pretty amazing too. And that's the problem. People still think, oh, I'm going to make it in three lifetimes, and so they are not awakening. I want to at least put in the maximum effort to finish in this lifetime. That's 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 the sad part. That's that's the problem. You know, I, I think in different terms which I have expressed, you know, just calculate the expenses you'll have to go through. You know. <laughs> this time when I was in, in India I was having a conversation with, with a disciple. He was just an eighteen year old, fairly new disciple but he, he said something with, which struck that most of us are still not surrendered, that's the problem. We think we are surrendered or we may surrender at times, but the total surrender is lacking. And that's the problem. You know, we, we work and all of us in the room, us included, or at least me included, worry about our retirement funds, right? The Guruji, have any, When he left, uh, left home at seven, you know, until the last day, you know, Ram Bharo said, "God will take care." When he was traveling or wherever there was, he he did go hungry, not that didn't, but he said something will happen, and somehow that meal will come, you know, and and we 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 have said hundreds of thousands or even millions in our retirement account but you don't know the next day after you retire you know the crazy government would come up with something all that could become zero or the market could crash over anything can happen and you you won't have anything what do you do then so that faith that he will take care is lacking and so we are still worrying about it you know at this point of our lives and so these are the kinds of things which that's where triggers you know our true desire to, to, to merge with God. Even for a true devotee or yogi, remaining separate for even one lifetime is so painful. So even now after Shaktipat people are talking of three lifetimes. So, so that's the sad state of affairs. But then you know that's that's the degree of evolution of the soul. Something has happened previously. People say, oh, Raman Maharshi, you know, didn't do any, any, what, practices, or he he talked of knowledge. But has anyone been able to study what his previous lives were and what he did to reach that state? They just look at what he did and in this lifetime or what he said, so that preparation has already been there previously. So those are the kinds of subtleties which we still miss, you know. Guruji was, of course, extremely subtle, so it becomes difficult for people to grasp even that, you know. And of course, the the dead weight, so to say, of this age and this time is such that it, it doesn't allow people to to come out of of that that darkness and and see the vision in its true form. So anyway work hard do practices that's all we can say
1: we might have asked this before but do you think it's important to show up right now the way things are in this country to the different marches and demonstrations
0: you can show up it's it's necessary to a certain degree but again Again, you know, at our dining table, it's almost a daily topic these days. Does it do any change? That's my question. Where does the real change need to happen? Because the mind is not where you are going to deal with this thing. There is something lacking in a very subtle way. The heart needs to be changed. Mentally, you and I can argue over anything and everything endlessly. The right understanding will come only when the purity of the heart is there. When the heart is pure, then the mind will become pure. And we always think of the mind as here and the heart here. But truly speaking, in the yogic sense, the mind is in the heart. So as long as the heart is not purified, the mind will never see the perception of the truth then that ego or that selfish mode of action is going to remain. Me and I come first, let the world go to hell. That's, that's what the attitude. So to change that, the more powerful thing is yes, what we'll do instead of barges, all 5,000 people go in the streets and meditate, do chanting, pray. That is more powerful. That will bring change. But just shouting and whatnot, those you know, those people don't care. You do whatever you like because the power we have given the power. So they'll do whatever they like. And they know nothing nothing can change that. And and that that's what's going on, you know. We are unable because it's the law. But where's the morality? There's a higher law which which we have forgotten. Yes, we made a man-made law. For purposes of of smoothness, that you know there is there is no harm done or whatever, but yet there is always things lacking or interpretations are different. So the change needs to happen at a subtle level, and then that will cool down. But uh, it's it's important to voice out when there is a dharma. But then the action comes from a higher level to change the lower level. So. For us, because we are doing a spiritual practice, it makes more sense to sit at home and meditate, to get together and do practices. That will bring change. And even that is slow because the subtlety is difficult to target. You are changing the samskara of the consciousness of the world, you know. So it's a difficult thing to do. Everyone is not ready, everyone is not prepared, everyone is not willing to listen. So, it's a difficult process, but yet that is the truth, that is the way it it needs to be done, it has to be done. And so, that's the way to go. That's That's the true roadway. And of course, whatever may be going on, there's always a higher energy, watching everything. So yes, we get worried, we get depressed, we get sad, we get concerned, but yet in the end, surrender to Ram, surrender to Guruji. There are yogis, Guruji used to say, there are yogis in the Himalayas who are watching everything, and they don't have cell phones, no internet, but they know exactly what to do, and they can control whatever they want to, but... There is reason why things may be happening, which we don't understand. So in the time being, just watch, but keep on praying. If you feel it is against the laws of dharma, then whatever you can do to correct that dharma is fine. But it starts with your individual dharma, where you stand. If you yourself are shouting about it, but if there is an aspect of a dharma within you, then you cannot impact that change, you know. so you have to start with you, that's where your yayamas, your niyamas come first, then you can say something to others, but if that is lacking in spite of the spiritual practice, then there is a weakness in that energy, and so the core needs to be strengthened first, then your energy, then your voice will create change. Otherwise, just shouting about it is, is not going to to help much of an impact. Because the law has given the permission, yeah, you can go ahead and yeah, you are a leader, you can do this, 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 this. We the people have given that authority. So that's how things operate. But God has different sets of rules, fortunately so. Up to a limit, you know, as Guruji said, the dog is on a leash, so okay, you go this far. But when too much happens, one tug and everything is done. <coughs> but hopefully, it won't go that far, and that's why Ram Gaya thinks. So pray. Oh, prayer is very, very potent, very powerful. So whatever you do, will go to the ether, go to the subtle and definitely have its impact. We unfortunately, again, as we said, the subtle cannot be measured, but the impact is definitely there. More than the physical, more than the marches, what is, is going to impact is, is the subtlety of Spiritual practices, that's important. Gandhiji fought against the British. It had to be done in an external way. But his internal force from childhood, Ram. It was always that mantra Ram that, that gave him that energy no matter what to fight such a strong physical force externally. But yet, you know that that ultimate change came because of the spiritual practices and faith of just one man. So that that that's that's the key process. Alright, world peace again. Let's do the prayer as we do. <laughs> Sarve bhavantu sukhina Sarve santu niramaya Sarve bhadrani pasyantu makashid dukha bhagavet Makaścid Dukkha Bhavavet Om Shanti 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 Shri Ramachandra Bhagavan Ki Jai Sadu Guru Deva